Mr. Rick Springfield, welcome to the Shark Airwaves here in Atlantic City. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Hi, right, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I'm going to say somewhere in a box that's probably dusty, there is an eight track of me at five years old singing uh, to Jesse's girl, and I've done everything for you. <laughs> I grew up a big fan. You were the fir- you you are the, uh, responsible for me uh, uh, getting into music. You were the first musician I ever fell in love with. Oh, that's awesome! So uh, I, I'm a I'm a fan of uh, you know my, my I'm a fan myself of artists, and uh, I do I do get that. And I actually uh, sat down my my guitar hero when I was about ten years old was a guy named Hank Marvin. He was in an in a English guy because I lived in England. And I actually got the chance to uh, to sit down with him a couple of years ago. He lives in Perth now, and have dinner with him and talk about you know his music. And it was it was blew my mind. I was like this eleven year old boy screaming, "Oh my God, it's Hank Marvin!" You got this new book, uh, Late Late at Night. You seem to open up every chapter of your life in this book. Yeah, I I decided when I wrote it that it would be honest. I had to be completely honest because the, the whole journey so far has involved a lot of uh, crashing and burning. So. And that's when I learned lessons. And if I left anything out, there would be holes in the story. So I committed to uh, being brutally honest. How how was it? How was the process of writing this book? I mean, because I mean, you're going into everything here. Yeah, I, I, it was really exciting, actually, because I, I I wrote it myself without a ghostwriter. So I'm very, you know, on one hand, I'm very proud of that. Uh, and it was fun to kind of revisit everything, although it was a little intense at times. But overall, it was it was a great experience. And uh, when I finally delivered the manuscript and uh, to the publisher, about a month later, I called them up and said, you can't release this book. <laughs> I, I, I don't want this book out there. And, uh, they, you know, they, they, they talked me uh, off the ledge. Now, you know, I'm, I'm a little trepidatious because there is some stuff in there about infidelity. Congratulations on the book. I, I, I can't wait to read it. I, I have to admit at this point in time, my, my girlfriend, huge General Hospital fan, and she's got me hooked on the show. Again? <laughs> yes. Like she got me hooked on the show. Like I'm sitting oh, in the, sitting there in the living room and next thing I know I'm 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 like you want to watch General Hospital. So uh, I know you were on there uh like a year or so ago. Uh, uh are you, any plans to come back? Uh I don't think so. I, I did uh recently last season I did uh, Californication and and the writing on shows like that. There's so, so many great shows around now with great writers. And, you know, and the writers on the soaps, it's really the hardest gig in the world for a writer or an actor or a director. It's there's so much you got to churn out and so fast. And so, you know, a lot of the quality kind of slips. I wanted to talk to you about Californication, uh, like uh, the bizarro Rick Springfield and that thing. How did that come about? Because uh, I, I, I never really watched a show, but somebody told me you were on it. So I, I watched it and like, uh, wow, different different character for you. <laughs> yeah, they they uh, they were looking for somebody. I think it's I think it's a bit of a hangover from the reality shows. You know, they were looking where sometimes a. Uh, a fictional series will have like a real character playing himself, but you, but you know they'll write it into the story. It won't be just coming on. You know, I auditioned for it, and they and I got the gig from the audition, and then they start. So they wrote it around my history, but and I was unsure about it at first. I said, well, I don't know if I want to. People will think I'm not acting. But once I'd read the script, I went, okay, this is fine. And, uh, you know, your music career, you're going strong. You, you continue to put records out, and uh, you're actually going to be here in Atlantic City on November 5th at Borgata's Music Box, where I've seen you a couple times. Uh, the highlight, and I don't want to give anything away, and I don't know if you do this or not still in your shows, but uh, when you go into Red House by Hendrix, it's just amazing. Man. Uh, yeah, we I, I we do all the hits, you know, cause, uh, but I, it's a very current-sounding band. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like a retro show to me. Um, I have a lot of new music out, and actually the last album, Venus and Overdrive, has... I debuted higher than any record in my career, so I feel like I'm still moving in a good direction, and it's important to me to play new music, 
but I also play uh, you know songs from my my childhood and my beginnings of guitar playing. Nice. Well, we look forward to the show and uh, more on Californication and of course the new book uh, Late Late at Night. And uh, I got to say, uh, if anybody wanted to know everything about Rick Springfield, this is the book for them. More, more, more than more than enough. <laughs> Rick, I thank you for joining me here on the Shark Airwaves. Thanks.